0: You are now listening to Grinding True Crimes with your host, Matty Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby
1: Gabb. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Grinding True Crime podcast with your host, Matty Matt, along with the other host of the show, Todd Fox, and our third host of the show, Gabby, Gabby. And we are here live, kicking it off, uh, we're going to jump off on another story this time it's going to be different. I'm going to relay a story. Now before I do, I want to let you guys know where you can find us. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just follow our page, the Grinding True Crime podcast page. And if you're driving or if you just want to listen to us on, when you're at work, go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all those good things where you listen to your podcast. And you can find us there. Just type in the Grinding True Crime podcast. And there you can listen to some of our shows that we've done in the past by Gabby, Todd, and and myself as well. Wow. With all that being said, let's jump into it. So today, I'm going to be talking about a gentleman by the name of Joshim Kroll who resides in Germany. We're going back to the German side. I did a story earlier uh, this year in Germany and, you know, I was reading this story and didn't know he was he was German until I got into it, and this gentleman here is very disturbing. Uh oh. Whoa. Yeah. You guys want to hear it? Are you gonna hate him? Uh, I don't know if you're gonna hate him, but you're gonna be you're gonna be sick. Oh. Yeah. So, so he's basically not gonna be my type of guy. He's not gonna be your type of guy. I'm feel <laughs> like this. He he's on the same category is Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer Uh, oh no okay (laughs) yeah so if you guys heard some of the previous stories about those two you know where this is headed so let's jump into it so this gentleman by the name of Joshim Kroll was born in Germany in 1933 so we're going back in time And he was born during the uh, Nazi party's rise in Germany. Oh,
2: that's already bad.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) He's off to a great start.
1: (laughs) Now, he was the youngest of eight children. Now, he was the... Being that he was the youngest, he was the weak link, the runt of the family. And uh, being that he was the weak link and the fact that his family was in that time of war and stuff... This may have a tribute to his crime as an adulthood. Now, Kroll at a young age, was a frequent bedwetter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, frequently. And that caused him a lot of humiliation and embarrassment. And he also did something as a young child that attributes to a pattern of behavior that is very distinctive to adults that will end up turning bad. What do you think that pattern was, a behavior? Todd, what do you think he he did as a young kid? Probably abused animals? Okay. What do you think?
2: Um I don't know which way to if I'm talking about either sexuality or we're talking about just nasty ugly habits like I agree with Todd, maybe he did abuse animals already or on another hand, he was introduced to sexual things too
1: early. Okay. You're both right. Oh. He did abuse animals. He he got involved in animal cruelty. He also sexually abused animals. Oh. Which, which oh. is the component of the McDonald triad, which of these those components is a set of behaviors that can point to a violent tendency later on in life. So... He already showed some tendencies at a young age that he's going down a violent path so he Mm -hmm. was sexually molesting animals that's That's disgusting disgusting. yes so like many other families in germany during the world war ii the kroll's family suffered from extreme poverty and hunger his father was a soldier in the german army and he was taken as a prisoner of war by the russian army It was believed to be that he was killed during that time. So that left him, Mr. Crow, and his seven siblings to be with his mother. So his mom raised all seven of the kids by herself at a young age.
2: That's hard. Seven kids?
1: Yeah. So during that time, it's wartime. Poverty is very bad. Food is very scarce. So just keep that in mind. Now, in 1948, Crowe quit school after having t- to repeat several grades more often than once. At 15 years old, he had the education of a fourth grade. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, re- re- it was revealed that later on in his life, he had an IQ of 78. Now, some reports claim that Crowe could- didn't know how to read. But, and later in the story, you might think otherwise. Now after leaving school worked, started working at a farmhand and soon developed the appetite for murder because uh, while he was working in the farmhand he noticed that the animals were being slaughtered and those brought sexual desires to him. Oh. So you can see where this is going.
2: He's twisted.
1: <laughs> Not good. Yeah. So it it, it awakened his sex drive, seeing animals being cruelly slaughtered and cut open. So that
2: was his turn on. That
1: was his turn So as a young man, Crow did attempt to have a romantic relationship with an unknown woman. Now, he said that he felt awkward with this woman sexually, and he describes his only sexual encounter with the woman as a failure. Well, she
2: wasn't an animal and she wasn't dying so <laughs>
0: <laughs> they didn't have fur fur costumes back then, did they? <laughs> like he, he wanted her to be like a giant cow or something or a bunny rabbit. <laughs>
1: hey, he probably wanted him to you know be in the sheep sheep's covering or something man. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now his twisted mind concluded that he should have sexual encounters with someone who could not complain about his performance. So apparently he wasn't doing good in bed. Mm. Now, we're going to jump off to 1955. And this is when his mind, troubled mind, put into use of killing. Now, this same year, his mother died in 1955. So you jump ship. That's uh, I believe he's 21 years old. If He was born in 1933. Uh, so he's 21 years old. And at this time, all his siblings pretty much separated. They went their own way. They didn't really stay in contact with much. And they just separated.
2: Were they all weird?
1: It didn't bring out anything about his siblings. It just mentioned that they just went their separate ways.
2: And they were okay. scared
1: of <laughs> Yeah. Now, on February 8th, 1955, Kroll traveled to the village of Walskaby, and there he captured and murdered a 19-year-old inbred Strill. How do you think he killed her?
0: Hmm. Um, with like a farm weapon or something?
1: Okay. What do you think? This
2: was a girl?
1: It was a girl. 19-year-old girl. This was his first victim.
2: Um. I'm gonna say he either stabbed her to
1: death or, like, mutilated her like an axe or something? Um, He kind of, he y'all both kind of got some of it right. He actually strangled her to death. Oh, jeez. And then after after she was dead, he then raped her. And then after he raped her, he slashed open her adamants. Oh. Yeah.
2: So... He, okay, so he, she wasn't an animal, but he got turned on and raped her because she was dead.
1: Now keep in mind, he said he wanted to have sex with somebody that would not complain.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So I can guarantee, she didn't say a word. To your back. I'm just being <laughs> honest. He didn't. She. That was his sexual power. power. Like he so wanted someone to not complain, not fight. So, in order for him to get that, he killed me. So, so he, killed
0: him. he was he was on top of her saying you know after he killed her you like that huh and then he like whispers out the side of his mouth
1: yeah i like that <laughs> he was he, he he was doing some strange stuff let's leave that it necrophilia it's definitely on some on some strange things yeah. yeah so he was involved in that now there's more to this story about the victim it mentioned that after he finished raping his victim he mr Kroll, would behave in a way that is very disturbing. What do you think he would do after he murdered and raped the victims? What do you think he would do? Hmm. I'm gonna I, say I,
2: danced okay. around.
1: You're gonna say he danced around?
2: He danced around naked and probably got turned off from that and then ejaculated on them or something?
1: Yeah I'd Correct. have to agree with I'd have to agree with her. The same thing? Mm-hmm. Well he didn't it didn't mention about him dancing around, but he did ejaculate he would masturbate over their dead bodies. That turned them on. Seeing their Yeah. (laughs) He
2: didn't have enough with raping?
1: Yeah. He didn't have enough. So once he was done with them and they were dead, he would masturbate over them. (sighs) (sighs) It's disgusting. But there's more. There's more to it. Not only would he masturbate. When he was done with that, he would pleasure himself again with a rubber sex doll, often Uh while choking. Wait, often while choking on a small child's doll. What? Wait, wait. wait. He would choke a small child's doll, and have sex with a sex doll.
2: Uh. He is the weirdest thing.
1: Very interesting.
0: How how is it that he can't perform if he's got all that, you know? Okay, not to be too graphic, but when you, as a man, ejaculate Mm -hmm. one time, you usually have to wait a little a little while to go again, or at least, you know, it becomes painful the more you do it. (laughs) He's just ripping it off, like letting it flow. I mean, that's crazy. Well,
1: well, the report says that he will return home. So when he would rape these people, the victims, he would do it at the scene and masturbate on them at the scene. And then when he would come home from the scene, he would uh, have sex with the rubber doll and choke on a small child's doll.
0: I have a question, though. Going back to when the first victim, when he cut Mm -hmm. open her abdomen, did it say why?
1: We're going to get into that. Okay, We're going to get into that. Later in the story, you're going to see why That happened. Okay, just checking. Sorry. (laughs) Now, after his first kill, supposedly he claimed that his murderous tendency subsided until four years later. But detectives in Germany believe that Kroll was responsible for several more murders between 1955 and 1959, which is when Kroll said he started killing again. So there are several, I think he's linked to 14 different murders. Um, In this story, it mentions, I think it talks about three or four. So we're only going to mention about three or four of the murders that he uh, was, that he's known for. But the the report says that he was responsible for at least 14 murders from the years 1955, actually until he was captured in 1973.
2: That's a lot of people unaccounted for
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and I, I think the the closer it was to the the war being over, I there was a lot of lawlessness over there anyway, and the yep. cops, the cops and the government was basically being rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, I could see why he could have got away with it for so long.
1: You know what, Todd? You actually hit something uh, on the coffin there, because in, later in the story you're going to see how he got away with so many murders for so many years because of what you said at that time after the war, there was a lot of murders going on and we're going to see why he got away because of that. Now, oh, okay. yeah, no, 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 that's actually good because you point out something that, that attributes to why he got away for so many years because there was other murderers going around at the time.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: So it says that his next known murder took place on June 15th, 1959. So that's four years after his first murder. murder. Okay. Now he's, uh, this was a 24 year old Clara Frieda Tesmore, and she was killed in Rhine. That's, a, I guess, the state or city in uh, Germany. Tesmore was tes, Tesmer's murder was identical to Imgrid's murder. So that's how they were able to uh, ID how she, how. ID Crow as the murderer. Now, only this time, Crow began to engage in what would become his trademark cannibalism. Oh. Yes. What do you think he did with this victim? Uh, he
0: probably had himself some kidneys or Let's see what else do the cannibals like eating. Leg meat. Yeah.
1: What do
2: you think? Uh, I'm going to guess his first bite was while she was alive. Ooh. <laughs> and well, he probably ate her heart or something like that.
1: Well, she was dead. He definitely killed her first. But Todd was kind of right. He did eat part of her leg. He ate her thigh. But first he cut off the flesh of her butt. <laughs> he cut off her buttocks Ugh. and her thighs. And then he wrapped them up and took them home to cook for dinner.
2: Oh. oh.
1: Ham that was his that was his food mm. now the interesting part about this murder was the police even though the victim had similarities to the first uh, victim they tried another man for this murder his name was Heinrich Alt, and he was arrested for this murder and eventually he couldn't withstand the trial so he hanged himself. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So Joe Shim remained at large and he escaped the consequences for that murder.
2: How did they figure it was that guy anyway?
1: Like Todd said, during this time there was a lot of killing going on and they somehow linked him to this murder. It didn't sell it didn't say how or why, but they got the wrong guy. And because, of, so because of the trial and I guess this gentleman couldn't take it and he ended up hanging himself. That's so weird because,
0: you know, back in the day, like when they were trying to get guys, like like, because most of the young guys were either uh, locked up or, you know, the ones that were in war or they're dead. So you had a lot of older gentlemen or a lot of young ones, but they would hire the older guys. So like the cops were like, the new cops are like former custodians and stuff had like, or, or just like guys that worked in a, in a barbershop. They had no experience being cops. So, mm-hmm. Oh man, that sucks.
1: Yeah. And keep in mind, it was, this was in the fifties.
2: And every story we've had, no matter what time it is, cops are stupid.
1: <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Gabby hit that one on the head. That's,
2: no I think cops should be accountable as much as the murderer for their stupidity.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be very interesting. But now, in the photos, if you look online, there's a photo of his kitchen, and when the police found the gentleman, they found the kitchen was covered in pots with cooking hands inside the stove. Ew! There were several. Uh, there was uh, they found severed hands cooking on the stove at the time of of the capture. The new meaning of finger foods.
2: <laughs>
1: That's kinda jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, I got you. <laughs> now, remember I mentioned that he said that his IQ was a seventy eight. Yeah. Now those had studied uh, Joe Kim's and they believed that his IQ was a little bit higher. And the reason why is because his method of how uh, his method of killing showed uh, showed that he was a little more intelligent than it said, because the victims that he were killing were not local. He would travel to get these victims. So, he wouldn't just kill people in town. He would travel out of town and go other places. So, it showed that he might have had a higher IQ than 78. But well, That's just a side note to put on there. Hmm. Now, it mentions that Crow mainly murdered women and girls, but he didn't just stick to one age group or type like other killers often do. He even murdered one man and his name was Herman Schmitz in nineteen sixty five. So we're jumping another year. The, more, than, more than five years. What's that? What seven years? Nineteen sixty five? This happened uh Crow had happened actually seen Mr. Schmitz at uh he was in his car with his fiance and her name was Marion Bean. And they were in a secluded area having sex in the front seat of their car.
2: The guy he killed and his girl. Yes, so he,
1: he's, he was watching them having sex in their car and he got the urge. Hmm. Yeah, so while they're having sex, Mr. Kroll waved him down. You know how like if you wave somebody down like you need help? Mm-hmm. So he went up to the car, lured them out and waved them down You know, blowing his arm as if he needed help. Well, Mr. Smiths got out the car, and when he went over there to help him, Kroll repeatedly stabbed him several times and killed him. And he was planning to kill and rape his fiance at the time.
2: But what happened?
1: Well, instead of that, she jumped into action. She jumped into the car and drove to hit him. He ran out of the way, got out, escaped, and ran on foot and was never seen again at that time. So he didn't get to kill her? He didn't get to kill her. She actually did the smart thing to do, which is get in the seat and try to run him over. Mm. So, but she did get a good look at him. Uh oh. So now, although she did get a good look at Crow her account of the non-script killer didn't turn up any leads. So Kroll remained free for a long time as well.
2: Did they blame her for her fiancé's death?
1: No, they didn't. They knew knew who killed him. They had the subscription, but they just couldn't find him. Now, further confusing the police, Kroll did not always strip victims of flesh to engage in cannibalism, making each murder different. Now he preferred to take these cuts only from the victim that he viewed as particularly young and tender. So he had a he had a method to his madness. He
2: wanted tender meat.
1: <laughs> he wanted some tender meat. Ew. And also another reason, like you mentioned earlier, other killers operating in West Germany had the police distracted. Matter of fact, in the years before Joe Kim Crow began a killing warner boost had been murdering couples in the area starting in the early 1950s boost and several other suspect suspected killers are believed to have thrown police off cole's track so he picked the right time to be going on a killing spree because the police were after several other killers at the time and he probably he just slipped under the rocks so yeah so what do you guys think of him so far
0: uh, he's not a guy I would like to have a stein with. Let's just put it to you that way.
2: He's pretty Man. gross. He disgusts me.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nasty. I mean, that that guy's every bit of a creep. Like yeah. Every every type of creep. That's nasty. Yeah.
2: I'm worried now, though, because you said he likes tender meat, and I it got me thinking, how tender? Like, is he children? Disgusting?
1: We're going to get into that. Oh... We're going to get into that. We're jumping ahead a little bit. That
2: got me thinking, like, oh. Well, that's
1: good. That's good that you, you're keeping that in mind because that will, will, let's just say we'll get into that. Now, something else was um, uh, happening as well. Remember, we talked about um, the gentleman, Mr. Lott, who hung himself because he was falsely accused. There were five other men. That was charged with his murders.
2: <gasps>
1: yeah, and like like Mr. Ott, one of those men committed suicide too because of the scrutiny that was going on at, at, for the trial. So there's two men who took the fall for his murder that killed themselves. That- but there were five other men that took the fall for his murder.
0: That's not even right. So nope. so in actuality, he should claim those as well as far as victims.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you would. Yeah, I would. That's true. Yeah, that's now. There's another disturbing element of Crow's murder, his motivation. Do you guys know what was his motivation for the killing and cannibalism of his uh victims?
0: I, I'm. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay.
2: I'm thinking maybe
1: empowerment. Okay. Well, he did show some kind of empowerment, but that was his motive. Simply put, his motive was he was too poor. He was hungry. He couldn't afford meat. So that was his choice of food. What? It wasn't for sexual motivation. Allegedly, it was simply for the fact that he couldn't afford food.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait. So he said... It's not for sexual motivation, yet he's masturbating over his victims.
1: His words, not mine.
0: <laughs> them. Yeah, I mean, look, when I have a cheeseburger, I don't, you know, whatever leftovers of the cheeseburger are there, I don't masturbate over it after I'm done.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm hungry, I eat. That's all I do. I don't, you know, it doesn't turn me on.
1: Yeah, that's what he said. Crow had a more practical view of the act of cannibalism. He later said that he took pieces of flesh from his victim because meat was too expensive.
2: Okay. Meat is not the only food on the planet, number one. And number two, in those days a lot of people were dying. Why not go find a dead body then? If you're that desperate to have meat.
0: Dude, that's a good point, Gabby, because if he's willing to have sex with a dead body, why don't you just eat off a dead body? I mean I mean makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's already dead.
1: I agree. I agree. I think I think um I think the murders was more of a sexual drive for him because it mentioned earlier that uh, he got turned on when he was working at the farmhouse yeah. and seeing those pigs and all those animals getting slaughtered really motivated him. So, I, I yeah, maybe he was poor, but I don't think that's, that was the motive for his killing. still game. a big fat lie.
0: And he must have seen, let's see, in the height of the war, he was probably, when they invaded Germany... He was probably about, let's see, 43, 10 years old. So, Mm -hmm. you you know, you've seen some dead bodies out in the country. Even if you're in the country, they invaded from all over. So he had Mm -hmm. to do some death somewhere. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. And people have gone as far. I mean, there's people that really have nothing, nothing whatsoever. What would they do? Find anything they could in trash cans. Or if they had to steal, fine, go steal. But killing to eat and killing humans to eat, no.
0: Yeah, kill a cow, kill a horse. Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, we're going to jump to July 3rd, 1976. And that was the year his killing spree and cannibalistic spree came to an end. Dang. Yeah, 1976. So, he went on from, 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 from 1955 to 1976. That's 21 years.
0: Yeah and five so, people took the fall for him in between.
1: Yeah.
2: There's got to be more than they claim.
1: There's definitely more than like I said he was he was he was convicted to 14 of the murders, but it could be more.
0: Yeah, I'm with Gabby. There has to be a lot more cuz the they weren't investigating half the crimes that happened over there. I mean, even in to probably the early 70s, late 70s that country was still not stable on either side, west or east.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree
1: with you. Now, the sad part of how he got caught, this is where the what Gabby mentioned earlier. Oh no. Yeah. What do you think happened? <sighs> well, I guess when
0: what Gabby's statement must have been against a child.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Someone caught him in the act.
1: Uh d- well, kind of, kind of, sort of. You're both right, in a sense. It definitely was a child. He, that day, on July 3rd, 1976, he kidnapped a four-year-old girl no. named Miriam Kirtner from a park. Four? Four years old. Later on that day, his neighbor asked Crow if he knew what was blocking the pipes in this building. Because they shared the same laboratory. What? Yeah. And you won't... It'll be shocking to know what was in those pipes.
2: Parts of the girl.
1: Yeah. Mr. Crow replied, guts. That's what's popping. That's what's blocking the pipes. Guts. He told him? Yeah, he told him. Guts. (sighs) Now, the neighbor didn't believe him. He chuckled, and laughed about it like, yeah, okay. Then he looked in the toilet and saw t- tiny human organs and immediately contacted the police. Dude. Um, so he chopped her up too, the four-year-old girl. And once inside Kroll's apartment, police found Miriam Kurtner dismembered body. Parts of the body were in the refrigerator. A hand was cooking on the stove and her internal organs was clogging the pipes. Dude. Yeah.
2: Okay, I hate him I knew it. I told you.
1: Yeah. The, the organs, did they actually tell you which organs were in the toilet at the time of the removal? It was her kidneys, her liver, her lungs, and her heart. Jeez. Kroll was immediately arrested and admitted to murdering Kirtner and gave police details of 13 other murders, including the killing of Imgrid Strel and Clara Frieda Tesmar. He also confessed to engaging in cannibalism.
2: Did
1: they, cheat, did they check? Uh?
0: His, did they check his freezer or his fridge to make sure he had meat on hand or some food in the cupboard?
1: Well, they che- well they did check the refrigerator, and when they did, they found you know body parts, and they oh. also found hands, severed hands, cooking on the stove at the time of, and when they removed the toilet, they that's where they found the organs of the girl and her lungs and kidneys and heart. So it didn't mention that he had other food in the fridge, but they did mention that it, when they saw the fridge, he did have body parts in there. So. Now, while in prison, Kroll eagerly cooperated with the police, convinced that he would be given an operation that would cure his homicidal urges and released.
2: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: So, after several years in incarceration, he was charged with eight murders and one attempted murder in a trial that went for a grueling 151 days. Why? yeah, I, that's what I was trying to figure out. Well,
2: he confessed out. everything. That makes no sense.
1: Yeah, but I guess there were so many bodies and victims, and then you have to remember there were other people oh. charged for his murder, so they had, to, you know, so it probably had a lot of stuff going on. What do you think happened to Mr. Crow? Death sentence? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Gabby?
2: I'm going to guess no death sentence.
1: No death sentence.
2: I want to say the bastard got a ridiculous amount of years
1: for all of that. Okay. Um, he did get a, a lot amount of years. He didn't get the death penalty, and uh, he was convicted, and he received the sentence to life in prison in April 1982. However, what do you think happened in 1991? Something happened to somebody him. killed him. Suicide. Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, we don't know if it was suicide, but it mentioned that... I
2: hope he got gutted like he gutted all those people.
1: No, he didn't get gutted. In 1991, he died of a heart attack at the tender age of 58. That is So he only really served nine years of his life sentence. That's pathetic. Yep. (sighs)
2: So
1: that is the story of Joshim Kroh. Duh. I'm
2: still at
1: 4 year old. That Yeah, that, when I saw that part, I, I, I kind of got disturbed. I, I got disturbed on that one. I got disturbed. Oh, my God. And he blatantly told his neighbor, like, oh, it's just guts. Like, don't worry about it. That one disturbed me. Yeah, the neighbor was probably
0: like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You pooped your guts out. <laughs> then he looked. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait. Those are too small to be your guts. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. That's nasty. Yeah, man. Sausage don't come out looking like that. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Yeah. Well so, definitely on some Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> but not as big named as those two, but definitely on the same category.
0: I would have to go with a woman's rule of, uh, you know, of dating when it comes to murder for this guy, equivalent to it anyway. You know how women always say, you know, I've only been with, uh, you know, two guys, but you usually double that.
1: When, uh-huh. when you meet a girl. But
0: I think it's with this murderer, too. Like He's like, well, I only killed 14. It's like, okay, 28.
1: So you think he killed more than 14?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm with Gabby on that one.
2: Yeah, there's no way it was just that many.
0: That's, mm-hmm. t- that's too long of a period. 21 you know? years, yeah.
2: Especially for a person who gets sexual satisfaction out of that. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that apparently he never had an EBT card or any groceries. So, I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs>
1: why you do that?
0: <laughs> well, if they had it, he could have applied for it
1: or something, you know, oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm with you guys. I, I don't believe it was 14. He probably just threw a, a number that he can remember. Uh, I really believe he's probably in the high 20s. I'm like, I'm with you. He probably doubled that number.
2: In the span of that many years. For the gratification he got out of it, I don't think even 20. There's got to be more. You think more? Oh, yes. Because yeah. he's going to kill. He's going to get the pleasure out of that. And then once that passes, freezes parts so he could eat and cook them. Then what? He needs more of that. So he's yeah. going to go out and keep looking and keep looking and keep doing
1: it. Yeah. There's, all, there's actually a documentary on him on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. It's the Killers, the 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 Diceburg Cannibal documentary of Joshim crow and it also mentions that it's possibly he killed more than fourteen.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd bet the
1: house that he killed more than fourteen, dude, for sure. Yeah, I agree because he got arrested. He started in 1955 and he got arrested in 1976. That's 21 years. I I'm not believing that he went on.
2: 1955 was when he killed his first. That victim? was his
1: first victim. 1955. Okay. No, he, was he started
2: way before that.
1: That was his first victim. of started with to... animals. Oh yeah, well, well, that's true. It
2: just escalated. That's all.
1: That's true. Well, he he not only killed the animals, he stabbed them in the butt.
2: <laughs>
0: in,
1: in the butt. Well, yeah, he was sexually abusing. <sighs>
2: I didn't get it. I'm like, when did it say that?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm just... I'm... <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> he, wow. You know, he had to do something, you know? It, so... it took
0: me a second there.
1: It took yeah. you a second. Y'all got yeah. it. Y'all caught it. Y'all caught it. He stabbed him in the... <laughs> that's nasty. <sighs> I'm telling you right now, if if I know a kid that's sexually abusing an animal, I'm automatically taking him to the, to the house. Taking him to the crazy house. Yeah, it needs to be locked up. You don't do those things. I, I you don't even think about doing those things. That's nasty. So he
0: so, had he did have all the components of a future serial killer.
1: Oh yeah. Well I didn't know wetting the bed was a component of a, a serial killer.
0: Yeah, that, that is
1: that.
0: it's a psychological thing.
1: Uh-huh. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't
1: know I did not know that.
2: Accidents are normal with kids growing up at a certain age, but if that's like a regular thing, something's wrong there.
0: Yeah, if you're past four or five years old, still
1: doing it consistently or whatever, yeah, she's right. But but what about that strikes? This guy might be a possible serial killer. I can get the animal. I know I know animal cruelty and that, yes. But what is about wetting the bed?
0: It's just one of the components. Like usually, you can go back and they when they profile all these serial killers, those are like the big, you know, one of their traits. You know, it's wetting the bed, being humili- uh, humiliated, um, you know, the the abuse of mm-hmm. animals, mm. stuff like that. It all adds up for whatever reason.
1: Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, that yeah, but when that four year old man. That was gross. That was gross. Yeah, it kind of put me
0: in a mood, man. Hearing about that four-year-old.
2: Yeah, me too. I was completely speechless. That's so sad.
1: Because they said he, he kidnapped her at a park, you know.
2: Okay, where the hell was the mom? I want to know that.
1: Yeah. In Germany and back in the fifth. This was 1976. You come on.
2: Okay. But you're saying yourself there was a lot of murders going on what kind of mind is in that stupid woman to not be alert on where her child is
1: we don't know what if she was there the story didn't mention if we don't know if she was alone if she had a babysitter or what i don't
2: care i don't care at the end of the day the children are the parents responsibility that makes no sense there's so much going on around you why the hell would your child be At any point, in a spot where they could just be easily taken, nobody would notice.
0: That's true. Yeah, for you, needs to be watched at that point.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know, we don't know what Germany looks like. You know, maybe someone who's listening could tell you how it was in the seventies, you know, or in the well, in the fifties as well. Like, was it really dangerous, or was it that bad?
2: Clearly, they had that many trials. Yeah.
0: I mean, how did they – I want to know how, that, like, Gabby, how, how did they convict those other five guys? Were they like, well, the suspect was seen wearing a blue shirt, and they're all like, well, that guy over there has a blue shirt. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: like, what? They- <laughs> well, the story didn't say. It didn't, it didn't mention. All it mentioned was that five other people took the blame for it, and two of those people took the, hung themselves. Jeez, man yeah so i don't know it could have been resemblance there could have been they they might have been lazy the cops said oh well you killed that person well we're going to try you for this murder too you know they might have been killers too
2: and what if they weren't
1: if they weren't then that I really think, sucks
2: i think the ones that killed themselves couldn't possibly have been criminals. why because for a person to take their life over something like that it's because it's that overwhelming that there's no way you're capable of something like that, that you can't handle it. Yeah, that's true. A person who's already guilty of something else wouldn't take it that hard. That's true.
1: That's, that's true. a good point. It's a good point. Well, I could probably look into further and see, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as far as I know, Mr. Kroll is dead. Suffered a heart attack. Doesn't mention anything about the other uh, five gentlemen who took the fall.
2: They should have given him his wish. Which is? And done surgery on him, but another kind of surgery.
1: <laughs> Operated and take removal, huh? <laughs> Gabby's specialty
0: uh, <laughs> way for killing someone or torturing.
2: <laughs> Professional dissector here. Yeah. I'll take care of
1: it. You know, it. And uh, the story where I got it online, it shows that um, during the trial, Mister Kroll hid his face. He didn't even want to be seen. Coward.
0: Yeah, big time coward.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I could, I could see Gabby in there. It's like she's like, I've got my rusty, uh, rusty scalpel ready for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna do surgery on one part of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. That is the story of Jeffrey. Um, I'm not Jeffrey. Joshim. Joshim <laughs> Kroll. I'm thinking of Jeffrey Dahmer. Joshim Kroll. It's <laughs> a good story, man. I never heard of this one. Yeah, I didn't either. I was, I was going online looking up serial killer and he popped up. And I was How is like,
2: he not more known? I never heard of him either. Maybe
1: because he was in Germany. It's not, you know, not in the States. In Germany, he's definitely known. German listeners out there, I'm quite sure they know who this person is. But that might have been the reason why, you know, he's not in the States. We might not have heard about
2: him. Well, good story. Another hateful bastard, but.
1: Yep.
0: That is him. And that is the story. Add the German police to the uh, police hall of fame on our show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was during that time of uh, Hitler and them. So, you know, they probably, you know. Was worried about other things.
2: They should have hung themselves, too, for failure.
1: Oh, yeah. Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, that is our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we will be coming back to you guys again next week, giving you another true crime story, probably by Todd. Oh, my Gabby? Oh, she pointed and said, Oh, it's going to be me this time. Okay. Yep. So next week, we got Gabby telling the story. So we're going to see what she got to the table. I think going to be the next few weeks. Everybody's going to be another <sighs> long one. Gonna be a long one. Uh, That's what she said. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> 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 <Y'all both good>. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to it, man. I'm about to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gotta have some. We gotta have some laughs when you're talking about stories like this, man. Especially when a, a kid is involved. You know, that sucks. You. Yeah, but that's the end of it. Before we sign off, we want to let you guys know. You please follow us on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. Follow, listen to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and all those good streams where they where you have your podcasts listen to us on grindy true crime podcast thank you for all the guys and girls listening to us from out of the states and out of the country we really appreciate the love you send us thank you yep yep so with that being said this is maddie matt top box
2: gabby gabby
1: we are signing off later